to Buntavista, episode 221, and you've joined us on Poetry Night. Oh, fuck's sake. God damn it. (laughs) You're here at the Poetry Cafe, and I'm up on stage. Uh, It looks like a smoke-filled room, but you're not allowed to smoke inside places anymore. Um, Our nanny state wouldn't have that. Uh, Instead, the air is sickeningly thick with hundreds of incense sticks. All clashing and competing uh, varieties. They don't go together at all. You immediately have a headache. But you're willing to endure it for this night of poetry. This night of beautiful rhythmic words. And I have prepared some special poetry uh, for my friends here today. It's all going to take place in the form of haiku. So let me start off uh, with an ode to one of my co-hosts here at Poetry Night. Ben, your (laughs) mullet flowing. Shorts getting shorter each day. Such beauty, I see. Uh, Yeah, snaps. That was beautiful. Snaps. Snaps. Now I know what you're thinking. That's got to be as good as poetry gets, right? (laughs) Wrong! I've written several more haikus. <laughs> Did you just write these just before the show? Is that why you well, were Did you have them ready to go? You have to write them before poetry night, silly. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> I don't know if the drums and haiku really necessarily. <laughs> well, it's more of a fusion poetry night. <clears throat> Next poem. Theo, new father, sitting with his young son. Which one's the baby? <laughs> I'm clicking out of out of politeness. <laughs> Nervous politeness. <laughs> just, just the sound of polite clicking. <laughs> <laughs> Aggrieved. <laughs> oh, okay. And finally, to introduce the uh, final member of the podcast and poetry night. <clears throat> Thirsting for Gollum. <laughs> Finding the worst 3D porn. Lucy, you need help. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know we were getting so personal here at Poetry Night. Maybe well, not, not cool to personal. air my dirty laundry on stage here I mean, at Poetry it is, Night. It's literally the last thing that you spoke to us about. Oh, yeah. so it's kind of and it's, fresh it's on your minds. Twitter account. <laughs> so on and so forth. The dirty laundry, it's been aired. Hmm. You know? Uh, so <laughs> I'm just gonna be doing that all. all yeah, is there the any way I can turn that off remotely, or is that just gonna? <laughs> no, it's gonna keep going. Uh, so you know, that's that's poetry, that's art, and art can be painful, Lucy. Uh-huh. Art art can involve bearing your soul, or having somebody else bear your soul for you. Yeah, you know, like by 3D rendering Gollum's penis. Yeah. Why were you looking that up anyway? I was. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I was okay. curious to see if there was Lord of the Rings porn because I was like, of course there is. It was mostly just like hot girls with elf ears on. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. I scrolled too far, and then it became like a three D rendered mm-hmm. golem getting a blowjob in a bathroom from one of the Final Fantasy characters. <laughs> <laughs> so- <laughs> I think of, of all of all the kinds of porn that like. You know, are, are not for me 
but I can see someone kind of look like, you know, I can see somebody getting it. Go on. The the 3D, the poorly rendered 3D porn is not one of them. I don't... So it is for you. Mm. Mm. What? So you were saying that it's not one of the ones where it's not for you, so it is for you. No, I believe I said of all the types of porn that I, I can think look we at and say, it's not for me. I think we all know what I you said. I think we all heard what you said. Yeah. Who's making... <clears throat> Like, I'm no computer guy, but it takes a long time to make, like, a 20-minute 3D rendered video of, like, the Overwatch characters having sex, right? I think there's software that kind of does it for mm. you. Oh, like, okay. Kind of prepackaged scenarios sort of thing. Okay. <laughs> that, that golem, you know, that was just, that wasn't a real golem. That was just a human body with a bad face. Yeah, okay. And a weird coloured body and I'm, penis. Uh, like, I, I know you can, like, buy pre-made 3D models to just drop into your your 3D software and stuff like that. But they they just they just all seem like extremely poor quality. So your me. problem so the concern that you have with this is <laughs> the 3D rendering. The concept uh, is fine to you. So that Beavis and Butthead porno yeah. to you that's good. Depends the how what? well it's rendered. And also the I'll what? Send, I'll, I'll shoot <laughs> you after this. Okay. All right. Okay. Um yeah, I, I would say primarily my problem is with the fidelity of the visuals. Okay. You need a, um, a little more verisimilitude in your. Uh, <laughs> yes, I I would Kingdom say Hearts gangbang. I I would say that like that there wasn't a great chance of me uh, getting superheated about the Gollum and Final Fantasy mm. uh, pornographic conceit, but and by with visuals, you mean jacking your dick? Yeah, yeah, with uh. But with visuals of that quality, I'm just I'm just not not losing myself in it. You know, so I'm I think not... the lack of fidelity kind of gives you a little artistic license to work with the features, etc. In your in your head, you don't want it to be like the uncanny valley of porno. I th- I think it's already like that, isn't it? No, I think you're you're yet to enter the valley. Oh, okay. So you've not got out on the other mm. side where things are good. You're still in bad territory, but you're not sitting there being like, wow, yeah. that's such a lifelike golem. Or is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something's uncanny about you're this. You're sort of standing at the edge of the valley, edging ever closer to it. Yes. Just bit by bit. Mm-hmm. Getting closer, but never quite never, reaching. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it'd be easier to throw a bucket of green paint over Andy Circus. That's what I think. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Which is also your belief about the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> should have just made that guy green. <laughs> they should have just let him do it, you know? They didn't have to put ping pong balls on that poor man. <laughs> Same for uh, King Kong. Just yep. get him get him the get him the suit from trading places. Mm-hmm. Uh, the monkey suit from the end of trading places and just let him go, you know? Just do it with forced perspective. Have him way close mm. to the camera. Everyone will think he's big. Yep. Done. When he's doing um, uh, the the Rise of the Planet of the Apes movie, uh, let him use the King Kong suit. <laughs> you know what? Just let's just seal him into an ape suit and let him do a bunch of movies. Fill the suit uh, with crazy glue. Do not tell him that you are filling the suit with crazy glue. This is a, a new kind of heat management gel we're yeah. filled with. <laughs> and these the uh, the oh. flesh staples. <laughs> well, they they let the suit show up a little cleaner on the screen. <laughs> we just need to staple these ping pong balls onto you. <clears throat> we'll put the ping pong balls on later. <laughs> We're going to use motion capture on the suit to put the ping pong balls for motion capture on you. And then we'll use that for motion capture. Yeah. Hmm. 
Hmm. So anyway, we'll be back next week to uh, vet whatever Lucy is looking up on Pornhub that time. Thanks. Thanks. I was curious. This was not from my personal enjoyment. No, you were just gratifying your sense of curiosity. Yeah, I was just curious. That's all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a kind of gratification. Yeah. It is. The search Mm. for knowledge. And it's it's better than sexual gratification to me, actually. (laughs) Knowledge. (laughs) Yeah, the search for knowledge. (laughs) We got a sapiosexual up in here. <laughs> That's right. Oh dear. Uh, look, you know, we we do thirst for knowledge on this show. We we like to expand our minds. We like to send the tendrils of our brains creeping out far beyond the borders of where we live. And sometimes Ben sends his brain tendrils creeping all the way to America to investigate the latest developments. In yank naming technologies. And for this purpose, he has come back to us with his latest list of entries into the Great American Hall of Name. It's the Great American Hall of Name. Now, I'm, I'm so glad you said the, the latest developments in American naming technology. Because here is a bunch of names from 1920 <laughs> through to 1980. Uh, I have selected here a, a sample of just regular uh, all-American American first names and also last names uh, from the team rosters of the Kentucky Wildcats, the college football team of the University of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And I will begin now when I click to my thing. Here we go. Guy Strong. Dwight Price, Lindell Castle, <laughs> Forest Sale, Come on, Ursel Little. Yep. You say Ursula? Ursel, E R C E L. Oh, you mean Urkel? I don't know if I do. I think that's a sibilance C. Uh, Elmer Glib. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence Crump. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're talking. Dick Richards. Mm. Uh, That's a a classic. Oh, Dick Squared. That's a twofer. (laughs) Dicks. Uh, Dickie Beale. Yeah. Augustus Weisenberger. (laughs) (laughs) Warfield Donahue. (laughs) Wow. That's a real, uh, I was piloting the B-52 that dropped the the big one. Uh, I I also like the the juxtaposition of uh, very serious, like, Warhammer uh, 40k first name. Mm -hmm. uh, And and Donahue. Donahue. DeWard Compton. Okay. Van Buren Ropke. Vernon Hatton. How many yeah. of these guys were the, um, like, uh, Nazi officers that the yeah, U.S. allowed yeah, to these, just come these back guys all into got their picked society? Up by Operation Paperclip. Yeah. <laughs> the first all-paperclip college football team. Uh, Melvin Turpin. Good. Wilbur Shue. <laughs> Marion Cloggish. <laughs> 
Elmo head. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very debilitating condition. Oh. <laughs> I'm so Ooh. sorry. Your son has elbow head. <laughs> Give it the other way. Ooh, I was out last night. I got some of that Elmo head. Oh, come on. <laughs> Going wild on that Elmo head. <laughs> Elmo head got me feeling a certain way. Linville Puckett. Yep. Bill Bibb. <laughs> Gary Gamble. That's a good name. Herky Rupp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the nonsense ones are cheap, but they get they me every are, time. Come on now. <laughs> they needed um they needed a, a headline about him like misbehaving so that they could do herky jerky, you know. Oh Herky mm. Rupp acting up. <laughs> uh, Hugh Coy. <laughs> I'd like to get to know this man Very curious Uh, Jay Shidler Shibler? Shidler Shidler Mm -hmm. Shidler's list Yeah (laughs) It's the Riddler but he's shitting Uh, (laughs) And this guy who I think is maybe one of their all-time players uh, Bob Talent (laughs) Come on Uh, Dick Howe Dick Howe? Like, Dick, Dick meant penis back then, right? Yeah, they like, had that as well. that's not a new yeah. phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. No, it didn't mean penis back then, uh, so it was funny when a guy was called Pecker. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's always laughing at Pecker McGraw. <laughs> uh, Johnny Cox. Yes. And another guy here who I think is also one of their star players, uh, William Points. <laughs> <laughs> they got points. They got talent. What else could they need? Very Billy reliable. Points. Billy points. <laughs> oh, another point there to Billy points. Uh, and last but certainly not least, Bernard Butts. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie to his friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, That's all beautiful. his fans. No, just <laughs> buttheads. It's beautiful. It's the butt man. Here comes the butt man. Ski, but, but, but. the butt star. <laughs> I did. Um, I had. I spent a little bit of time coming up with an alternative list of names. Uh, from the NHL until I realised that every single name I picked was a Canadian. Uh, so I. Yeah, they got fucked what's up the, names. Oh, mm. oh, I see. Because the American. Hall. Yeah, it's not the great North American Hall of Name. It's just the oh. great American Hall of Name. That'd be a betrayal of the system that I follow. Yeah. I shan't be doing that. A man's got to have a creed, you know. A man does have to have a creed. And the creed is. Let's make fun of Americans. Yes. For once. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of them being at the top of the Just pile, you know. for once. They'd be taken down a notch. Yeah, America. Nothing uh, funny or silly has happened to them in years. No. Right. And it's time somebody About had a laugh. 20 years, one month, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Yowza. <laughs> Let's just uh, make sure that we say all the details about contacting this podcast wrong this episode, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Uh, but hey, there's other reasons to contact us. Uh, sometimes you might want to get in touch and say, hey, I am a fool and a dunce of the highest order and I don't know how to have relationships. I don't know how to communicate and I need a very special lady doctor to help me. We just call those doctors now. Very special lady doctor, a, a, a doctress, if you will. <laughs> and we have one on this very show. We call her Dr. Lucy. 
testify that you are having a little relationship trouble Just to pick up your telephone and dial it on the double You call 1-800-317-5155 Now you're paging Dr. Lucy Every time <laughs> Paging Dr. Lucy this comes to us by way of the uh, relationships relationships advice for over thirty fives. Yeah, so it's, new work? it's not. That's incredible. Yeah, it's not Reddit. Uh, it's not R slash relationships. It's R relationships over thirty five, uh, which I thought would add a fun new dimension. Oh, to that all is a perfect this. new dimension. <laughs> if you're over thirty five, you should already have it sorted out. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> wow. I like that the two things that you've said about this so far are that if you can't make relationships work, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Running contrary to like every piece of art about romance for the last <laughs> human history is just like, no, nah, it's easy. I'm no artist. I simply am in a relationship that yeah. works. Just easy. Mm. Find a nice wife and you're done. Yeah, done. Just <laughs> I've said it a dozen times on this show. The easiest way to sort out your relationship problems is to meet your soulmate. Done. Mm. So, all right. Uh, relationship advice for people who are old like me. <clears throat> is my boyfriend hiding a secret relationship with his best friend? It sounds like you know about the mm. relationship. They're friends. Doesn't sound... Yeah, <laughs> it's right there. Mm. Okay. It's a kind of relationship. It's legal. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I want to preface this by saying I have nothing against bisexuality. Mm. I'm saying that all the time. I'm always, <laughs> I'm always saying this. It's fine if you, know, you want to do it, I guess. I, I go into the place to pick up my pizza and I announce to the room, Hey. Hey. I got nothing against those bisexual folks, I say. This post does not imply that I do not support bisexual folks. This post is about me trying to understand if my boyfriend is hiding a secret from me regarding his sexuality. Here goes. I have been dating a 36-year-old man for three months now. A few weeks into our relationship... Hold on, do we, do we know how old she is? Mm. Doesn't say. Doesn't say. Okay. Um, a few weeks into our relationship, my boyfriend started making comments and sharing info that made me question his sexuality and his relationship with his male best friend who lives an hour and a half away by car and who he seems on a regular basis every couple of weeks or so. I would love your opinion about whether this does seem to indicate a romantic interest in his best friend slash something going on under the surface. God, I hope so. <laughs> I right, hope so too. Gonna need all the bisexuals on the show to weigh in on this one. Yep. It's everyone, right? I'm ready. That's all of us. Here you know? Number one. They have sleepovers at each other's houses every couple of weeks for two to three days at a time. God. There is no one present except the two of them. That's gotta mean some dicks are getting sucked, right? No, like, no are they gamers? Be, they're gamers. This is they're classic. gamers, right? This, this is, is gaming behavior. Sorry, party I, behavior. I would like to clarify. I was absolutely joking by saying that. It's very funny <laughs> the idea that, that like guys can't spend two days together without yeah. it Alone? secretly being gay. No one is present. Anything could be happening. And you didn't even suck. You didn't suck each other's dicks once. Full <laughs> <laughs> touch. Number two, my boyfriend says things like, we shared a beer. 
All right. Yeah. yeah. It's not very COVID safe, but it's fine. And I pay for him all the time and don't really keep track of whether he's paying for me. Again, yeah. this yeah. sounds suspiciously a like a friendship. friendship. <laughs> yeah. It's been like, oh, I've got this one. You get the next one. Yeah. That's how it works, generally. Uh, three. They text each other every day. And from what I've seen, sometimes the texts are detailed descriptions <laughs> of what they are doing that day. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's fucked That's up. what I do with my best oh. friend. We're like, what do you have for breakfast? Oh, nice. Sounds good. <laughs> That's normal. Cool, you say. Yeah. Number four. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to puke. They chat on the phone regularly. Yeah, that is weird. <sighs> Why yeah. are you, as a man, talking on <laughs> the phone? <laughs> talking to a friend. Fellas, is it gay to talk on the phone? <laughs> Alexander Graham Bell, gay as hell, as far as I'm concerned. I love talking on the phone to my friend. I feel like every yeah. time that me and my, my buddy, the other Andrew... Uh, talk to each other on the phone. It's supposed to be about something quick, and then we talk for an hour about. No, no you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you, no, hang, you up. hang up. We say. <laughs> Laying on your bed. Yeah. Killing your head. Your head. Yeah. <laughs> Kicking my legs back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> what are you thinking about? Can we, can we just you pause know? here? Ben, Ben, and I are, are in the same same room. Mm. Ben, you want to flip one of those cans off your ear? Can you hear that? Can I hear what? What's the that? Little peeping sound? Peep? Is it gnome snoring? It is 100% gnome snoring in the uh, room. Where is she, Ben? Where is she? Where's gnome, Ben? Where's gnome? She's inside the bookshelf. <laughs> uh, number five. My boyfriend said that they usually... Oh, sorry. <clears throat> number five. My boyfriend said that they always hang out alone and that they don't include their partners in their plans usually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Again, this still sounds I mean, like we're a not friendship. Alone. We've got gnome here, but fine. Yeah, but thank otherwise, God. Yeah, otherwise, yeah. Just two guys. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Theo has to have uh, his wife just sit in the room awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetie, you know you can't leave the room. Number six, and this. All right, so the following three entries are all a very funny uh, construction of a sentence. They go to the movies alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds like each alone of them together. is going It sounds like they're going the- together yeah. with it, a friend. It, yeah, it sounds like both of them are going to the movies with a friend. That's Okay, what's the next one? Seven. They go to concerts alone. Going with a friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I would actually think it was like which one would you think was uh weirder Lucy? Your boyfriend going to the movies with his friend or constantly going to the movies by himself? Oh, I do that all the time. Is that weird? <laughs> I don't like no, to normal. go to the movies with anyone. That's normal. I think it's weird. I think that's freak mode stuff. Well, they got to be sucking each other off. Why would you go to the movies with another <laughs> person? That is a solitary activity. <laughs> well, maybe maybe Akira's Kind of remastered and four K sort of, and you know you've both got a night off and you want yeah, to go got, see Akira. Yeah, you got tickets. Yeah. Like yeah. tickets are just gonna expire if you don't. And so we don't have to suck each other off while you're watching no, you Akira. Don't, it's not necessary. <laughs> they're, they're both at the counter. I will also buy a box of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number eight. 
they go on camping trips alone. Oh, Still I take it back. They're doing some Brokeback Mountain shit. Friend. I've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen it. Uh, they are planning a trip. It's number nine. They are planning a trip across the country alone to his best friend's city where his best friend is going to show him where he grew up. He mentioned this trip to me and very unenthusiastically asked if I wanted to come and that he was telling me about the trip because he felt he had to since we are dating, but quickly followed that up by saying his best friend's girlfriend had declined the invite, thereby discouraging me from going along with them. I just want to uh, reiterate that, that this relationship has been going on for three months. Yeah. 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 So, uh, And it kind of sounds like they may not even like really be vibing that much as well. Getting that. Yeah. So It was probably unenthusiastic because it's like... Who you knows keep, if we'll be together yeah. by then. You keep asking me if a third person is like <laughs> hanging out with us when we go to the movies. For some reason, I don't <laughs> understand why. <laughs> Two is just such an awkward number. <laughs> oh, number 10 is just is nice. <laughs> a nice round number. Uh, <laughs> so, like, again, we still just seem to be talking about activities that friends do together and i i would also say that like for for some guys i feel like this is a um you can't win situation if this guy was like i have cut off all of my friends um i i never go and hang out with anybody else i just want to be with you i'm assuming this person would be like this guy's weird because he doesn't have any friends yeah you're right men can't win that's so true. <laughs> that is so true. Doesn't have any friends, uh, like wants to come along with me, everything that I'm doing, all that sort of stuff. No, he's, he's, got, a, he's got a pal and he's going out to do something. And they're doing non-toxic stuff. What's the next one, Andrew? Say it out loud. <laughs> Ten. Brace yourselves, folks. They carved pumpkins together last fall? That's nice. Just the punctuation on yeah. that one. Uh, yeah. Okay, so the, so the punctuation at the end of that uh, mm. bullet point is question mark, uh, exclamation mark, question mark, which I believe renders the sentence thusly. They carved pumpkins together last fall? <laughs> <laughs> yep. You're Why pretty are much, you, uh, as a man, yeah. <laughs> carving pumpkins together? <laughs> that, uh, that, that punctuation is what they put at the end of um, uh, Tim Taylor's grunts on Home Improvement. Yeah. <gasps> Eleven. I once asked how long he'd known his best friend, and he responded by saying, I've been with Bob for... <laughs> and then quickly corrected himself and said, I've been friends with him since high school, but we weren't in touch the entire time. All Twelve. Right. Once when we were coming up with nicknames for each other... Psycho. Three months. Yeah. Three yeah. months. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, should we have weird. nicknames for each other? Yeah, let's what the come fuck up are you with talking about? Let's brainstorm. <laughs> I I have been with my wife for a decade. Try and guess how much time we've spent brainstorming nicknames for each other. <laughs> well, it shows because your nicknames are shit. That's true. Donkey face and turd master. That's. <laughs> You're, well, you know what? We should have spent more time on it. We should have <laughs> spent more time on it. Uh, Friend of the show, my wife, Turnmaster. <laughs> Twelve. Once when we were coming up with nicknames for each other, we settled on Bear and Bun Bun. And out of nowhere, he said, Bob's a Bun Bun too. It's funny. He's having a laugh with it. Yeah. I, 
Seven fun. More, uh, the, mm. Just the, the nickname thing in it entirely is just very upsetting. I don't know what these people are doing. You're fucking 36, man. You're 36 calling your girlfriend Bun Bun. Hopefully. Otherwise, you're calling her Bear. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. kind of cute, actually. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind that. 13. Once, when describing his relationship with Bob, where Bob likes to do the planning, he said, the way you're my baby girl, I'm his baby girl, in a playful, joking way. <laughs> yep. Yep. 14. When asked about why he never got to the level of asking any of his exes to marry him, he said, I don't know if I can get there with a woman. No idea what this means or if there's another way to interpret it than the obvious. <laughs> it really, really sounds like she's, uh, she's going past, like, suspecting that he's bisexual and all the way to, like, suspecting that he's gay. In which case, why are you dating him? If you're so convinced that this guy wants to wants to uh, suck and fuck in a manly way, then what do you think that you're doing in the relationship? Yeah. Mm. What's what's like? What's yeah? What? Mm, uh, 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 uh? <laughs> oh, this just gets better, doesn't it? It does. <clears throat> 15. The first time he went over for a two-day sleepover at Bob's, shortly after we'd begun dating, he took hours and hours to text me back and thought that was acceptable until I brought it up. Yeah. I mean, like, you can't always be on your phone. Sometimes you just got to be present in the moment. I'm hanging out with Bob. So that's just... You're having a communication issue. That's not... I don't think that means he's sucking Bob off. Also, a two-day sleepover? That's a one-night sleepover. You know, you're phrasing it in a very dramatic way. A, mm. a two-day a sleepover is by necessary, mm. like by definition, it's two requires day. two days of interaction. Yeah. Doesn't oh, we did a one-day sleepover. What they had a nap in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> well, I'm excited. My friend's going to come for a sleepover this weekend. Mm. You're going to suck him up. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. She, is she She's okay with this? <laughs> she is. Um, he's bringing his girlfriend. We're all going to suck each other off. Uh, Finally 16 When I asked him point blank If there was something going on with him And Bob He said You have no evidence (laughs) (laughs) He's got rules (laughs) Which was a startling response (laughs) He turned around And he pointed at me like Phoenix Wright And he yelled Objection (laughs) When I asked my boyfriend of three months Are you having an affair With your male best friend (laughs) He responded badly. <laughs> when I asked him, and he, and he was just like, prove it. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> yeah, what do you got? I know my rights. <laughs> oh, that rule. It's a, a, a path we can go down, but... <laughs> <laughs> Kicks so much ass. This guy rocks. Uh, he said, you have no evidence, which was a startling response. When asked if he was bisexual, he said, is there something about me that looks that way? but still denies anything is going on with Bob. Do I look like I wear trucker hats? That's right. <laughs> Am I reading a book from the 70s about astral travel? Man, <laughs> Am I the... sitting weirdly on my chair? <laughs> Am I... <laughs> uh, I could drive a car, so no. <laughs> Am I reorganizing my six different copies of Beastmaster right now? Yeah. <laughs> He admits they have an intense friendship, but denies that there is anything more than that. Most recently saying, quote, it's not like we're in love or anything, in reference to Bob. Although, that, that as actually, far as I'm concerned, he might have been talking about her. 
<laughs> that actually makes me a little bit sad. It sounds like he's letting toxic masculinity not really say how he feels about Bob. Yeah, like you clearly love him. You yeah. love Bob. You this can say like it out loud. It sounds like a lovely friendship. Yeah. God damn. Sleepovers, camping trips. Come on now. It is so goddamn legal to love your bros. You know? It is. It is legal. It's it something you've got to come to terms with, I feel like. You've got to love your bros. Got to love your bros. So she rounds it out by saying, can I please have your thoughts on the matter? Does it sound like a regular bromance between two middle-aged men? I don't know. How, like, is 36 middle-aged? <laughs> uh, Sounds yeah. like something that someone approaching 40 would say. Would say. <laughs> no, I, th- I think 40 is middle-aged. Mm. I think mm-hmm. that's fine. All right. But uh, No, 36 is not middle-aged. Like, you know, life expectancies are going up. Uh, are you, For are now. You, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> Planning to die at 70, you know? Uh, so what do you think, Lucy? Does this sound like a regular bromance between two middle-aged men, or does it sound like something more? Why are we still saying bromance? I don't. Oh you God. can have friends. Like yeah. most of this is like I would ask this woman, "Do you do any of and all of these things with your female friends? Yeah, like going to the movies together or sleeping at each other's houses. <laughs> like this sharing is a beer sometimes. Normal friendship behavior. Dump her. Yeah, dump her. Yeah. Sweetie. I, like, just personally, I would be extremely concerned if I had started a relationship with somebody. Because, to, like, to me, three months is still, like... Well, that's nothing. That's, like, three dates, four dates. You get a bloody... You go <laughs> to a couple of concerts. You get, like... You've been to the Hog's Breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've gone to see one of the Marvel movies that yeah. neither of you have yeah. seen any of the ones yeah, before yeah. it. Back to the Hogsbury. <laughs> uh, like, for, for oh, I liked that last Maybe time. Pancake Parlor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a big spender. Mm. Um, you went had, had gelato but had to call the night early because one of your cats got sick. Just <laughs> yeah. classic early relationship stuff. Um, yeah, like uh, three months, I think for most normal people, you wouldn't have moved in together by that point. Oh, so you're saying that gay people aren't normal? <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm not normal. Bisexuals, they move in straight away. I've seen yeah. a tweet about that one. So. Yeah, lesbians are always doing that one. Hey, we bought yeah. a cat and we just moved in together. It's classic yeah. lesbian stuff as far as I understand it. Uh, me, me and my wife met each other immediately moved in together i think we were we were living together within the month i want to say that is really? absolutely bananas yeah that's um bonkers no our, our relationship is psycho and everybody thought we were crazy uh we 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 had our second date and we both said i i love you i'm in love with you and we both went yes that's correct we're going to die together <laughs> Um, well, isn't that just perfect? Isn't everything wrapped up in a neat little package? Maybe soulmates <laughs> yes. do exist. Yeah, which is cool. Uh, but but everybody was still like, okay, take your time. Correctly, you know? they mm-hmm. gave you that advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were like, correct to do so. All, yes. all of our friends were just like, you sound insane right now. I don't yeah. know what you're doing. You have um, the craziest look in your eyes and your hands are shaking. Yeah. Yep. And they were... Still are today, you know. <laughs> um, I, I still, I still look like a wild-eyed scientist bursting in on a government meeting, claiming that a natural disaster is about to take place after all these years. 
Still, Jeff Goldblum in Independence Day and your way yeah, through life yeah. out of romance with your wife. That's right. Uh, but that's, w- that's what I mean when I say, like, that is, that is not, as far as I am aware, the standard progression of relationships for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think to a lot of people, three months is still like, we're dating, we're hanging out, we're still having, like, the honeymoon period. I don't know your middle name yet. All of these things, you know, I haven't met all your friends. You know, you probably haven't met somebody's parents three months into it. Yeah. Three um, months in, I have no intention of meeting the parents either. God I'm like, no. I'm not going to put Absolutely myself through not. that if there's still a chance that this could go skew if, you know? Yeah. So, so to me, if I was like three months or less into a relationship and it became this apparent to me that somebody was putting this much effort into monitoring every activity that I did, uh, like, like that, that shit about you didn't text me back fast enough the night after sleeping somewhere else when we had just started dating. That's very unappealing behavior. Yeah. I yeah. think that's that fair. Time like, that Bob came over and then I saw you out in the driveway putting a transponder underneath Bob's car. I was like, <laughs> I just don't know about this. Yeah. A little while after we started dating, um, I went to stay with my friend. Uh, who lives, you know, a city or two over, as is our practice every month or so. Uh, and then I got into a big fight with my new girlfriend the next day because I did not return her text until 11 a.m. or something. Like, it's not only very unappealing behavior, but I also think, like, bodes very poorly mm. for how this person is going to communicate with you, uh, the level of trust that this person has in what you're doing with yourself and your time. Uh, and then there's just like going to the movies with your friend is gay. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not just good. three months in being like, hey, are you having sex with your best friend? <laughs> hey, like- my question. The- <laughs> no. <laughs> that text was probably like, are you sucking Bob off right now? <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Are you sucking him? 10.59. Are you sucking him? 11. Are you sucking Bob? 11.02. Answer me. Answer my messages. 11.05. Are you still sucking Bob? (laughs) How long does this guy take? God damn. Just to clarify here, she is 36 as well. They're both 36. Okay. Is that better or worse than if she was like 25? Oh no! Better, nothing. Oh man, her so last... so. Let me let me explain. I don't mean like from an age gap perspective. I mean in terms of like, like an emotional the, maturity kind yeah, of yeah, and, and this yeah. kind of behavior at this yeah. stage of a relationship. Because in one like, I I I kind of feel like the thing that's more common um, for like straight women at that age is. I'm I'm just not looking to like fuck around a lot in relationships. Like I yeah. I, know, I know women of of this kind of age where if they're yeah. dating someone who is saying things like I'm probably never going to get married, or like I don't know if I'm yeah, going to want kids. Yeah, I've seen Sex in the City. That's that's a red flag for the 36 year old woman. I like I think very understandably some people are at a point in their life where they're like, okay, now when I'm dating, um, I kind of want to know if this person is interested in long-term things, you know, all that sort of stuff. But none of that is what her problem is. Her problem is you have a friend and you like him too much. Yeah, he's too much of it. Can you can you be, like, less of a good friend for our relationship? Yeah, her, her only issue about, like, um, about whether or not they would ever get married was that he, like, 
misspoke at the start of his answer. She was like, wait, would you marry your friend? Can I marry uh, your best bro? I'm having a look at the uh, the post that this woman has done. Uh, she has posted the exact same question in like eight different subreddits. Yes. Oh, no. oh. Ooh, she's serious. Ooh. That's super normal behavior. Uh, okay. Some of her other posts in here are like, um, I'm currently going through a midlife crisis and trying to get real answers on whether people feel it has been worth it to have kids. It's very strange. Uh, but the one that really got me here was, would it bother you if the guy you were dating is a mostly shut-in gamer? <laughs> That's it. what he's I doing on weekends with gaming. Bob. They're gaming. That's why he doesn't text you back. He's playing League of Legends. This is, but also, what do you what do you want? He's staying home want? and playing games, and you don't like it. He's going out and doing social activities with his friend, and you don't like it. Men can't win, Ben. Just like you said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm curious if women above the age of thirty would feel resentful about their partner's lifestyle. Let's say he's in his mid thirties or older. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, around there. Thirty-five, thirty-six, uh, whatever. <laughs> If his main hobby was playing video games, followed by Magic the Gathering and watching football, had one real-life friend and didn't desire doing things like going for a walk or just getting one real-life friend is maybe sucking his penis. This guy just sounds like a big, harmless nerd. He goes camping. That's the good kind of nerd. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cancelling this woman. This woman. You're cancelled. Random Reddit user who I will not name because some of the other stuff in there seem like some red Mm. flags for having some other stuff going on in her life. You are cancelled. So you can't tell tell her to tell him to dump her, but by (laughs) the commutative property of dumping and being dumped, you can say for this one, dump him and and, and have the same effect. That's right, yes. Hmm. Break up. Yeah, is How what we're saying. Responses are people telling her that she's a crazy person. No, everyone's agreeing with her. Uh, that he's gay. Uh, that it's sus. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> men having sleepovers is sus. <sighs> like, if I if my best mate lived somewhere an hour and a half away, let's say Caloundra, maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bribie, even something like that. Uh, I wanted to go hang out with him every couple of weeks. I'm getting drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wish out. <laughs> it usually takes an hour and a half drive to get to. Uh, it's traffic. You know? The traffic was. And actually... you don't want to take the tunnel. No. Oh, my God. I don't have one of those e tags. I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, some sort of car millionaire. <laughs> have you seen my car? <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, you know, like I'm going over there and I'm hanging out. I'm crashing. Yeah. And if you I'm have a some beers. few beers, I'm assuming it's not like. They're not sleeping on a bunk bed or sleeping in a big yeah. bed together with but cute little outfits toeing. on. Yeah, <laughs> top and tailing. Couch. I you're assume he's like sleeping on this guy's couch because he's gone and having a few beers. An hour you're not going to drive an hour and a half there, hang out for two hours and drive an hour and a half. That, that's three hours of driving in one day. That's right. That's too much. That's, that's too, too much. much. Sorry, did you say I oh, kind of like tune? <laughs> <laughs> I was somewhere else for a moment. <laughs> I I think I mean it kind of sounds to me like um like all of these responses from this woman are are generally that she doesn't kind of like this dude's vibe and behavior yeah. and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Even though it, even yeah, though he might be he might be gay, he's a huge gamer. I don't like his friend. Uh. <laughs> well, I guess I guess like if you're sort of saying yeah, he spends a lot of time with his friend and and I don't like the vibe or whatever, so I'm going to project gayness onto it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, 
he's a gamer and he mainly just hangs out and does these things. This this all kind of feels to me like, uh, I guess, just uh, putting all those sort of feelers out there and just hoping that a bunch of people tell you, yeah, you're you're right to not particularly like yeah, all of this stuff. Yeah. Like this this feels to me like somebody who is in the in the space of their life where they're probably getting close to settling and try to yeah. figure out are these things are these things enough of of me not liking them to be like Can I, I, live I, with I shouldn't this? yeah I shouldn't I shouldn't really settle for this cuz if everybody came back to you and was like no it's extremely normal for dudes to have a beard and play magic the gathering with their friends and and play video games like in their 30s which for better or worse it sure is these days um <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I'm just saying whether like whether or not whether or not you personally think that like playing Magic the Gathering or playing a lot of video games are good or worthwhile pursuits, it is a thing that is more popular than it has ever been for men in their 30s. I think that's an undisputable fact. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm. I'm I'm saying it without judgment. Um but yeah, like uh like I don't know, it just sounds like she's sort of found herself in this relationship and is sort of saying oh people gonna tell me that no this is this is just the deal this is just how relationships are because it sounds to me like she's not that into the whole vibe and would like to be told yeah you're okay to kind of you can just leave jettison this uh... i'm gay that's why yeah Yeah. we found it you are the gay like what what would happen if he did say yeah i'm bi but like bob's is my friend yeah yeah, I'm yeah. by, but Bob looks like shit. I wouldn't yeah. fuck that guy. Bob smells real weird. I love him, but Jesus Christ, I'm never touching that guy's dick. <laughs> I'm by Bob straight as an arrow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What's she going to do with that information? Yeah. Fuck Bob. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> trying to think of what problem that solves. <laughs> Two boyfriends. Two boyfriends. You could be living the dream, sis. What if Bob's like super athletic and not a gamer? And then, you know, she's getting, like, the best of both worlds. Yeah. Although I don't know what she likes about this man. At no point has she been, like... He's and a here's great partner. I want to say with him. Our relationship's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Well, like... I hate my homo-gamer boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, please convince me to stay with him. What I would like to know is... What kind of relationship does she want? You know? Like, I don't, I don't know if she's saying in the post about gaming or whatever, like... I. I'm I'm not particularly thrilled by having a 36 year old boyfriend who just sits on the computer all night, because that's not an unreasonable thing to say if you're not into that or you would like to have a more involved relationship on a day to day basis or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. You can have your wants and your needs and your preferences and such, but express them, express vocalize them. them, or do something about it. Don't fucking ask a bunch of strangers on Reddit. Or say a podcast that finds your post on Reddit and then turns it into yeah. Don't jokes. ask us. Don't yeah. Ask don't ask us. us. Why did you come to us? Why did lady? you come to We're us with this question? Just like the real expert on relationships between men and women, James Brown said, "Express yourself." Yeah. Mm. Don't look mm. in. Don't look into that one. <laughs> don't look in. <laughs> Couldn't have that many kids if you don't get along with women. No, that's. Podcasts. They're nature's greatest natural resource, and it's important that they're harvested sustainably. Editing, production, fart sound effects. These are all important resources from our local ecosystems. 
That's why we're asking you to go to patreon.com slash and pledge five US dollars a month to help support the healthy growth of a homegrown podcast like Bunta Vista. In exchange, you'll get an extra sustainably farmed episode every week, access to our Discord, and a naturally pristine, promo-free podcast feed. Thank you for helping look after one of nature's most precious resources. So it sounds like uh, sounds like Theo is shipping Bob and the girlfriend from this story. Hey, How does he do it? You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> there's a whole other kind of shipping, and we like to talk about it here in the Shipping Report. I'm itching for another edition of the Shipping Report. Yes, this is, of course, our Zero Jokes, entirely factual, highly informative segment about what is happening in the world of international shipping zero deaths. Uh, <laughs> We're promising you a Zero Jokes, zero fatality segment. <laughs> That's a real beige experience. <laughs> That's a promise. I had to ignore so many of the ones I saw this week because of the deaths. It was grim, real grim. But anyway, here are the remaining ones. The container ship Thalassopatris... Uh, was forced to change its course during a voyage from Singapore to Suez after one or more containers containing, quote, hazmat material or liquid started to leak. Hmm. I feel like if it's leaking, you can definitely kind of... It's probably a liquid. Probably a liquid. Could be a Classic. gas. Oh, that's oh, yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Could, be, could, uh, be. could be sand, you know, like... Uh, Hazardous sand. Well, yeah, if you eat I too mean, much that, of it or something. Look, I'll... I'm not afraid to say it. If you eat too much sand, it can be bad for you. <laughs> we're not offering medical advice. Please don't fine us, uh, Therapeutic Goods Administration. <laughs> we're, we're not offering medical advice. Eat as much sand as you feel comfortable with. Uh, now we're offering dietary advice. I don't know if they have a governing body. Lucy, uh, Lucy, what's a good amount of sand to eat, do you think? I feel like you could have a little bit of sand, surely. Like quarter of a as cup? A treat. Yeah, I reckon, oh, like at once. Like we've all eaten a bit of sand at some point, surely. Not intentionally. What do we think, tablespoon of sand, teaspoon of sand? I I reasonably eat a tablespoon of sand. I don't think a cup of sand would hurt you. Like once it's in there, it's in, it's like wet sand. So it's not going to gum you up. Is it going to cut you up? Is there like glass bits in sand? What's sand? tiny bits of glass. (laughs) It's very small. Well, maybe maybe it'd be like uh, the hot new, the hot new cleanse. You know, maybe you're exfoliating, exfoliating everything all the way down. Yeah, it's like one of those coffee scrubs, but inside your body, oh. clean it all out, scrape out those intestines. Clean you're starting a with a sixty, you're having a one eighty, then you go to a two hundred and forty, <laughs> go to a twelve hundred, round it up, so you got like a very fine polish on your guts. Start, <laughs> starting with gravel, working up. <laughs> Working your way down. <laughs> Just start with one rock and then get fighter and fighter. Uh, the Dutch general cargo ship Smaragd uh, breached her hull after strong winds pushed her into a wall in Wilhelmshaven, Germany. That's um, that's one of the classic hazards out there for ships. Wind. If it's not the water, it's the wind. That's mm-hmm. what I always say. Yeah. Both get you. Wind, water and walls. Yep. Three W's of <laughs> maritime hazard. <laughs> A possible stern thruster failure caused a collision in Palermo, Sicily of the roll-on, roll-off passenger ferries Raphael Rubitino and Antonello de Messina. 
<laughs> Ma- Mamma mia. Just <laughs> imagine the shouting. Uh, witnesses <laughs> witnesses claimed the victims shouted at each other and shook their fists for three hours. A lot of people asking each other, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, hey, I'm roll off, roll on ferrying here. Like, oh. Medi- medical so crews were brought in to deal with the uh, repetitive gesture injuries. <laughs> RSI is sustained by every single person on board. Uh, the general cargo ship EEMS Cobalt, or possibly EMS Cobalt, mm. I don't know. Uh, suffered engine failure in downtown Rotterdam while proceeding upstream towards Dordrecht. You need your engine if you're going to go upstream. Uh-huh. Yeah. You uh, want engine success. Yeah. I feel like if you've got um, general cargo ships suffering engine failure in your downtown region, you, you, live, <laughs> in a, you live in a joke city. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a big failure of planning there. <laughs> Yeah, keep those guys out to sea. That's uh, my recommendation. Ah, uh, the fucking you know how long it takes for those lights to change. You got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another four hundred meters of boat left to go. Sorry. Uh, lastly, the bulk carrier Trudy, that's just a lady's name, uh, which was being held by authorities at the port in Dunkirk, France, after all twenty of its crew were arrested last week when it was intercepted in the English Channel and found to be carrying one point one tons of cocaine. Uh, was boarded by, quote, several men armed with wooden clubs who held the replacement crew hostage for four to five hours while searching the vessel. I feel like you don't get thugs like that anymore. No. No. Wooden club thug. (laughs) Wooden club thug. (laughs) Hey, hey, give us all of your cocaine or we'll bean you real hard. Uh, The hijackers left the ship without taking anything and have this time not been apprehended by authorities. Oh, for what crime? Paying a visit? Yeah, holding think, a club? I think Is that a call crime? It trespassing oh, okay. and uh, hostage taking. <laughs> a ton uh, of cocaine. Forgot those. It, so this is illegal. fucking wild, right? So the ship was intercepted. Um, they found 1.1 tons of cocaine. Then they took the ship back into port. They arrested all of the crew. They took all the cocaine. And then they put a replacement crew on the ship. <laughs> To look after the ship, and then a bunch of guys came. And then, like, hey, where's our they cocaine? Heard yeah. about the cocaine on there? Yeah, they reckon uh, the theories are either that they were looking for more cocaine, or that they were trying to get revenge, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, they can't carry all that cocaine, surely. No. Well, I mean, if you've got, uh, they'll have to put their clubs down. Several <laughs> we'll men. Put it down. <laughs> what are you going to do? Hey. <laughs> he hasn't got a club anymore. <laughs> That's He's just a guy armed with 300 kilos of cocaine. <laughs> well, see, that could, that could go on all day, right? They brandish the club and they make you get the cocaine. And <laughs> you've got the club. Like, oh. so, so they have to put down the club. They pick up the cocaine and there's your chance, right? I you pick like up the club, a, a, put down my cocaine. A weapon that's uniquely ill-suited for the confines of, a, of like, the, the twists and turns of a boat. <laughs> just cl- just clanging like, it on the walls. <laughs> oh, shit. <sighs> what are we talking about, too? Like, is it a baseball bat? It's a wooden club. No, I, I imagine, like, a crude... Sort of ill, ill-shaped piece of wood, um, potentially with some like bent nails in the like with a nail in it. Yeah, yeah. okay. I, I'm thinking specifically of the kind of thing that um, that like uh, the bartender would have behind like the bar in America. 
to, yeah, to we've been whack talking somebody. About getting one of those, by which I mean I keep suggesting it and everyone keeps saying <laughs> no. Uh, but I, we're currently on... I would like a baseball bat that's mounted on like a plaque that mm-hmm. says like the persuader or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas the prevailing opinion among everyone else is that it should be an axe handle because that's just a badass weapon to have. That's true. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think it's a solid wooden club from World of Warcraft delivering uh, 1 to 2 damage at a speed of 2.6 <laughs> for a total of 0.6 DPS. And sure. your, your wife's fine with you knowing this kind of thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you found someone who was right for you. And Ben is or is not sleeping over tonight. I mean, I am on the fold-out couch right now. And, There's a pile of bedding right next and to me. Caitlin and I actually didn't sleep in the same bed last night. Mm. But that was wow. for normal reasons. Yeah, for baby reasons. For baby. <laughs> not for Ben reasons. Uh-huh. When uh, that, that was definitely the point in... Uh, our relationship where sleeping on other beds was fine because like for ages me and Elna we were like never apart and on the very rare occasion that we were I was like oh I'm in a bed all by myself this is weird Uh, but then you have uh, kids and like sometimes one of them's sick and they want to be in your bed or there's something going on you got to go to work the next day Um, and your wife will be like maybe you should sleep on the couch and you're like there's there's a there's a puff of like smoke in the shape of your body still in the bed. <laughs> and then the covers. Yeah, the covers slowly. slowly down. Down. <laughs> like Obi Wan Kenobi's cloak. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the smoke trail has just spelled out C on the way out. That's right. So, you know, sometimes you're working on your ship, you're packing away all your cocaine, there's a sound at the door. And what do you see with the silhouettes of uh, three large French uh, thugs holding clubs? It does change it when they're French. Like, (laughs) they're not as intimidating. (laughs) Oh, are you here to kill me? (laughs) Skinny guy with a mustache, striped shirt. I would like the cocaine. Where is he? (laughs) Wooden clubs are life. (laughs) Please load it onto my unicycle before I get angry. They were boarded with by several men holding a, a stale baguette. <laughs> An accordion. Brandishing a three-week-old baguette at somebody. Getting smacked with a really stale baguette, though. Yeah. You I wouldn't know? like it. I wouldn't, like be like it. When you wouldn't be good. Break a fluorescent tube over something. It'll be exactly the same. Yeah. Uh... I guess what I'm saying is that when they front up and it, mm-hmm. it looks like, uh, you know, it's really scary. They, you see them silhouetted against the mist, but it's actually cigarette smoke because they're French. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's scary. That's a bad vibe. It's very ominous. That brings us to this week's edition of Omens and Portents. You shall see hail fall from a clear sky and burn as fire upon the ground. You shall see darkness cover Egypt when the sun climbs high to noon. And you shall know that God is God and bow down to his will. Sometimes I worry that uh, hearing that song so often or that snippet is going to ruin that song for me. Mm-hmm. Never does. Love that song. This is from CBC News, uh, which I believe stands for Australian Broadcasting Company. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Woman rocked awake by meteorite chunk crashing into her bedroom. Fair enough. Yep. That'll wake you up. 
Uh, Ruth Hamilton had been asleep for hours in her Golden BC home when she awoke to the sound of her dog barking, giving her a moment's notice bef- uh, giving her a moment's notice before yeah. a rock from outer space yeah. hurled into her bedroom. I, I didn't really pause this the first time around. No. This dog is... Psychic? It's certainly on some sort of Dogs other stream of sense knowledge. weather stuff, right? That's a Dog's thing. Stradamus? That's real. <laughs> Dogs know there's a stuff. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe so. Nostradogmus? Uh, mm. That... Wow, this has completely changed this story for me now. Yeah, uh, psychic hero dog. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-cog dog. <laughs> Pre-dog. No, no. I'll workshop that one later. Uh... That's fucking wild. Um, <laughs> quote, the next thing was just a huge explosion and debris all over my face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hamilton recalled in an interview Tuesday. I jumped out of bed and turned on the lights. I didn't know what else to do, so I called 911, uh, she said. Uh, <laughs> they can't help themselves. <laughs> I found a rhino head. I found a tombstone. A meteorite crashed through my house. Time to call the cops. <laughs> Cops uh, showed talk- up and air-holed that meteorite. <laughs> <laughs> it was an officer-involved meteorite death. I talked to the operator. She was asking me all kinds of questions. And at that point, I rolled back one of the two pillows I'd been sleeping on. And in between them was the meteorite. Oh, there it is. Don't have to <laughs> brag. Ooh, all two pillows. I, mean. I don't know. Okay. A charcoal grey chunk of rock, roughly the size of a melon, had plummeted from space. <laughs> It's a very dramatic phrasing, but uh, true. We had to raise more questions if it hadn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tearing through Hamilton's roof before coming to rest on her floral pillowcase, inches from where her head had been moments earlier. Hmm. I was shaking like a leaf, said Hamilton. You sound asleep, safe, you think, in your bed, and you can get taken out by a meteorite, apparently. God, that's the dream, isn't it? <laughs> you don't Just even like, know about it. Uh, reach the yeah, 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 you've you've seen everything that you you think you need to see. One day you just lie your head down on your floral pillowcase at a meteorite, you know, finishes its uh, destination from the stars, from the outer reaches, just completely obliterating your skull into yeah. <laughs> right through the middle splinters of. Well, this is melon sized. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's big. <laughs> What sort of melon are we talking? Water? Rock? Uh, I feel like you can start at rock and work your way up. I'm going to say rock melon. That's what I picture when I hear just melon-sized, I think. Uh, Initially, Hamilton didn't know it was a meteorite. She and an RCMP officer dispatched to investigate suspected it was debris from a construction site on nearby Highway 1, which runs through the town, Mm -hmm. nestled in the Canadian Rockies. Not sending their... Not sending their best... (laughs) (laughs) To the the meteorite call. Oh yeah, man. Could be, could be a meteorite. You know, sort of some sort of alien piece of um, metal and silica. Could be some like nails and what have you. (laughs) Who could say? How could could we test? Obliterating your roof. Uh, For reasons which uh, won't be clear right now, um, but might be depending on how what's on I put at the end of this episode, I just want to specify that Highway 1 is the Trans-Canada Highway. So I just just wanted this to be a recording to justify something I want to do later. Don't worry about it. All righty. Quote, He called up there and they said they had not done any blasting that night, but the workers had seen a meteorite or a falling star explode. So I don't know if she was saying that to explain... That that's oh, what a falling like, star like, is. Yeah. Or whether she's presenting two different objects. 
uh, a meteorite or a falling star explode, and then there was a couple of booms. Then we knew that it was a meteorite that had crashed through my roof, Hamilton said. Hamilton reported the find to a team of experts at Western University in London, Ontario. Mm. Uh, we have to get this to the eggheads in London. <laughs> Ontario. To, to the province. <laughs> <laughs> Far away in London. One state over. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I don't know anything about Canada. It's certainly a meteorite, said Peter Brown, a professor with the university's physics and astronomy department. Everything about the story was consistent with a meteorite fall, and the fact this bright fireball had occurred basically right at the same time made it a pretty overwhelming case. That's fair. Hamilton plans to send the meteorite to Brown and his team. Brown said they hope to identify the type of meteorite within the next month, but he suspects that it fell from the solar system's main asteroid belt. That is conceptually extremely dope for something to come mm. all the way from uh, the fucking asteroid belt. It's just to mm. kill your you. Bed. <laughs> yeah, just, very just to kill, kill you, you specifically. If it wasn't for your incredible hero dog. <laughs> Imagine, imagine simultaneously like uh, gaining a belief of God, but also that He's trying to make sure <laughs> that, that you die. Hates yeah. You. yeah. <laughs> there is definitely a divine creator, and He thinks I'm the fucking worst. <laughs> oh, she got final destinations. The death that's coming. Oh the death's my God. Coming for her. She should just oh, not be yeah. driving behind any trucks carrying anything for a little while now, yeah. or like avoid staircases, any sort yeah. of machinery. I enjoy the the lasting cultural impact that that series had is, like, deep and nervous suspicion of, like, long-hauling trucks. trucks. <laughs> yeah. Com- yeah, and completely valid, too, because I wouldn't want one of those bouncing through my windshield, turning me into, you know, Theo paste, <laughs> uh, completely <laughs> destroying the resale value of my Skoda. <laughs> <laughs> Which, so far, it's retained beautifully. Oh, it's wonderful, isn't it? Uh Hamilton said she didn't tell anybody about what had happened for a few days while she absorbed the experience. Mm. That's very mature of her. Yeah. Sure. I'll work out what this means on a (laughs) philosophical fundamental level before I call in the the roofer. What are the ramifications for this with my philosophy of life? And then I will patch the hole above (laughs) where I sleep. Uh, Apart from being shaken up, she wasn't hurt. She said she plans to keep the rock once researchers have finished their work. Hey, can I have that back? (laughs) <laughs> I have that back when you're done with it Brown said the university team is asking anyone with security or dash cam footage of a fireball over the golden area around 11.30pm uh, Pacific time on October 3rd to send the video their way the town of Golden population 3700 is near the BC Alberta border around 200 kilometers west of Calgary oh that uh, now I know where it is it's, I think I have actually driven it's through it's in there. Canada yeah it's yeah. near Calgary <laughs> yeah yeah, that makes sense. So that'd be just near, uh, uh, like, Jasper and stuff. They're beautiful national parks there. Sure. Yeah. Does Bigfoot sure. ever go that far up north? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Uses those hollow earth portals. Oh, I have driven through here. Yeah, I've been there. Might have even bought tapes there. Who knows? <laughs> hmm. Uh, sorry, I, I know you were about to say something there. Uh, I would just... I have zoomed in on the town of uh, Golden, BC. Uh, and there are two places here that have caught my eye. One is Kicking Horse Pedestrian Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what happens there. Uh, and the other is the Melissa Frisbee Psychic Medium. Well, I, I believe Melissa that's the name of her office. Melissa Frisbee, Frisbee Psychic Medium, yes. Excuse me, Miss right. Frisbee. 
Please, Miss Frisbee was my mother. <laughs> Call me Melissa. Melissa Frisbee. That's amazing. So, sorry, give me the name of that, the whole name of that place one more time. Uh, Kicking Horse Pedestrian Bridge? No, the, the Frisbee one. A Melissa Frisbee Psychic Medium. Uh, yeah, she is the psychic medium. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that's all we have time for this week on another beautiful, sensual episode of Punta Vista. Ben, what's that face that you're making? Uh, that was my screwing my face up in agreement that I do yeah. sometimes. <laughs> I didn't think it was particularly sensual today. But. Yeah, I guess that's just got, we do have like a baseline of sensuality it's that extreme. a lot of other podcasts yeah, don't have. Yeah, that's true. Undercurrent, yeah. yeah. Yeah, much, much higher than the average podcast, I think. We can all agree. Thank you very much for joining us. Don't forget to go to shop.puntavista.com. Maybe pick yourself up a little t-shirt for the summertime. Or hey, if you're on what we call the wrong side of the planet, uh, we also sell, you can get yourself a nice sweatshirt. You know, keep yourself warm in the wintertime if that's coming up. I don't know. I don't but know where you are. the difference between you dying of exposure and not dying of exposure is buying a podcast jumper, please... Buy the jumper. Please buy it. Mm. As we all know, um, merchandise is traditionally the cheapest way to acquire clothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to check that out. And uh, thanks for stopping by and listening. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.